This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, October 31st, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. President Obama wants to give college students another break on their student loans. It's one of the key points of protest for Occupy Wall Street. Problem is, it's exactly that kind of higher ed bailout that's making university education so expensive. Neil McCluskey, author of Feds in the Classroom, comments. It is pretty easy to conclude if you look at the details of the student loan relief that the administration is offering. It's pretty easy to conclude that it really is a pitch to get young people to vote for President Obama in 2012, to get out there and campaign for him in 2012, and I think to have the Occupy Wall Street folks uh, for whom student debt has been a big issue, to get them saying good things about the administration. That said, I think if they looked at the details of this proposal, they're not going to be all that thrilled about it. Okay. Well, what are the details? So there's some subtleties in here, but basically what the administration is doing is two things. It's saying, one, if you have both direct loans, which are loans that come right from the federal treasury, and guaranteed loans, which are loans that are no longer being originated, but people still have, where you go to a bank and you get a loan, but the federal government says if you default, they'll just pay the bank for you. If you have those two types of loans, you can consolidate them. And if you do that, you'll get a marginal, you know, pretty slight decrease in your interest rate. That's not going to do a whole lot for a whole lot of people. Many people don't have this, what they're calling split, these split loans. And these interest rate reductions aren't all that big. And the other thing they're doing is rushing uh, a change in what's called income-based repayments that were supposed to take place in 2014. Now it'll take place in 2012 if the administration gets its way. And basically what that's doing is capping how much of your income is subject to paying back your loans, going from 15% of what they call your discretionary income, which they don't define, down to 10%. Uh, And they're also reducing the time period that if you pay your loans consistently, they'll be forgiven. So instead of what used to be 25 years, they're reducing it to 20 years. Again, a normal federal loan is a 10-year term. That shouldn't include a whole lot of people, and it won't do anything for stimulus if you think that that's even something that works. It'll do nothing for stimulus now. The president has argued that this will not be of any cost to taxpayers. How does he How does he go about making that claim? So the first thing is, again, these will only affect people on the margin. So this will not have a big taxpayer cost. But to say it will have no taxpayer cost is simply not true. And Ultimately, all federal loans are backed by federal taxpayer money. What the administration seems to be saying, although you can't pin them down on any of this, they basically want to tell you it won't cost taxpayers, don't worry about it. But what they seem to be suggesting is, well, with direct loans, we're going to make a profit and we've gotten rid of these guaranteed loans, so we're not subsidizing banks. And so all we're doing with all this huge profit we're making is we're going to give a little bit to students. Now, that might sound like, okay, it won't cost taxpayers anything. Now you got to think back to Obamacare when that legislation was being pushed. They rolled into it something called the Student Aid and Fiscal Responsibility Act, which is what got rid of these guaranteed loans, because they needed to show they were going to generate enough revenue 
that they could have some deficit reduction and that Obamacare wouldn't be too expensive for the CBO to say, you know, give them the numbers they said were acceptable. So what they're really saying is, well, just don't pay attention to the promises we made about deficit reduction or the cost of Obamacare and just, you know, we'll say that these are going to make a profit and don't worry that we had said that profit will go to deficit reduction and making Obamacare inexpensive or, or, or reasonable. So it's just saying, okay, you're not going to pay for the student loans. You'll just pay more for health care and you'll get less deficit reduction. So the reality is, of course it's costing taxpayers and the administration is essentially lying to people. What's been the trend in the, the price of education so uh, recently? So now we need to talk about student loans, student aid. This is not just a financial matter. It's not just a, a federal budget matter. It's supposed to be about education, right? The idea is to enable people to get a college education that's affordable. But we know, it's really, if you look at the data, almost incontrovertible, that the more money you give to students in aid, the higher prices go because colleges aren't stupid. They say, hey, look, we could use more money. And the federal government is making sure that students can give us more money. Well, the same applies to saying, we'll give you a loan and don't worry, we'll forgive it in 10 years or 20 years. Or don't worry, we'll charge you almost nothing in interest. Take out a big loan. Ultimately, that's not going to make education any more affordable because colleges just raise their prices. And the same day that the administration came out with its student loan proposal, the College Board came out with its annual Trends in College Price Report and Trends in Student Aid Report. And what they found was, in this economy, yes, some states have cut back on their expenditures for their public colleges and universities. But that most of that or all of it was made up for in additional federal aid. So basically what they did is they raised their prices because the federal government enabled them to. And of course, private college and universities also raised their prices. And all college and universities have raised their prices far in excess of normal inflation for years or for decades. And it's ultimately because the, largely the federal government enables students to pay any price colleges want to charge. Neil McCluskey is author of Feds in the Classroom and is associate director of the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom. You can read more of his work at cato.org.